98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines, President Xi Jinping marks 40 years of reform and opening up with a promise to strengthen enforcement of Hong Kong's basic law. HMV puts its retail operation here into liquidation and the city's first children's hospital opens its doors in Kowloon Bay. President Xi Jinping says Beijing will improve and strengthen the mechanism for enforcing the basic laws of Hong Kong and Macau and help the two SARs better integrate with mainland cities. He was speaking at a gathering in Beijing, marking the 40th anniversary of China's reform and opening up. At the event, 100 people, including four from Hong Kong, were honoured for their contribution to the nation in the past four decades. Maggie Ho reports. Speaking through an interpreter at the Great Hall of the People, President Xi reiterated the importance of the one country, two systems principle. We must act in strict compliance with China's constitution and the basic laws of the two SARs and improve the systems and mechanisms for enforcing the basic laws. We will ensure lasting prosperity and stability of Hong Kong and Macau and support and facilitate their efforts to integrate into China's overall development so that our compatriots in Hong Kong and Macau will, together with all their fellow countrymen and women on the mainland shoulder the historical responsibility of national rejuvenation and sharing the pride of a prosperous and a strong motherland. He also made reference to Taiwan, saying the central government will adhere to the One China principle and encourage initiatives to develop cross-strait relations. In a speech that lasted more than an hour, President Xi discussed the country's achievements and vowed it would continue to open up and develop peacefully without sacrificing the interests of other countries. The ceremony also honored a 100 prominent people as reform pioneers. They included four from Hong Kong, Former Health Secretary and World Health Organization Chief Margaret Chan, Tycoon Chang Hinchi, and late businessman Henry Falk and Wong Kuan Cheng. The operator behind HMV has appointed a liquidator to wind up its retail business in Hong Kong, saying it is an inevitable decision. In a filing to the stock exchange, HMV Digital China Group said its outlets hadn't been generating sufficient revenue to cover its operating expenses and there was no reasonable prospect of making any significant improvement in the foreseeable future. It said it was discussing with landlords over rent owed. It currently operates seven stores in Hong Kong. Hong Kong's first children's hospital has opened its doors in Kowloon Bay. For the time being, it is providing specialist outpatient services for children with serious conditions such as cancer and kidney problems. The hospital's chief executive, Dr Li Zhilung, says inpatient services will be launched in phases, but the facility will not provide accident and emergency services. Children's Hospital has no A&E, Accident and Emergency Department. Like other HA Hospital Authority Children's Hospital, Without uh, A&D department, if some uh, parents bring children uh, to attend the A&D cases, we will, according to our usual mechanism, we direct the patient to those nearest hospital with A&D. But in case if the child is unstable, uh, we have a medical team to provide initial stabilization and resuscitation. Meanwhile, a newborn baby has died at the University of Hong Kong Shenzhen Hospital. The hospital says it has issued an open letter to explain the incident and will assume all responsibility. It is now discussing compensation with the newborn's family. The hospital said yesterday that the baby died in late July. 
After being injured during labour, the baby was taken to the newborn intensive care unit and died the next day. The hospital has expressed regret over the incident and says it will improve staff training. The government says it will listen to public views on proposed national anthem law before it is introduced to LegCo early next year. The acting chief executive, Matthew Chung, says drafting of the law is almost complete. He didn't comment on whether it would remove a requirement for the anthem to be played before legislators take their oath of office. Some some pro-democracy lawmakers have said this amounts to political pressure. The proposed law would make it a criminal offence to disrespect the anthem. Mr Chung spoke ahead of the last Exco meeting of the year. We have the constitutional responsibility in Hong Kong to enact local law, to implement a national anthem legislation. It's a national, national piece of law that we should follow. Um, as I said, that we will consult the community, and in fact, drafting has been more or less completed, and we expect to bring the bill to LegCo early, early next year, as soon as possible. So by then, we'll certainly hear the views of the community. Mr Chung also said the government would continue to follow up on the case of four Hong Kong people jailed in the Philippines over drug offences, as well as two Hong Kong activists detained in Japan over a protest outside a Tokyo war shrine. The company that manages the Avenue of Stars says the tourist attraction will reopen at the end of next month. The 440-metre avenue in Chimsha Choi has been closed for renovation since October 2015. New World Development told the Harbourfront Commission that the work is mostly complete. The developer also briefed Commission members on changes to the boulevard. Celebrity and director handprint plaques will be moved to the Harbourfront, while bronze statues of Bruce Lee and Anita Moy will have new digital features. They include QR codes for visitors to scan to receive more information. Turning internationally... Reports released by the US Senate say tens of millions of Americans were exposed to a Russian-backed propaganda campaign on social media during the 2016 presidential election. The studies say some of the world's most popular websites were used to spread propaganda to help Donald Trump get elected. Camille Francois from Graphica prepared one of the reports. The accounts were looked at, they were present on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Google+. They had websites, they had PayPal accounts, they had Tumblr pages, they had Reddit accounts, they had Medium pages, you name it. They also used American technology providers to host their emails. They used Yahoo, they used Microsoft, they used Gmail. It's a very large operation in scale. They say the Russian websites targeted voters on the right in an attempt to encourage them to support Mr Trump by spreading conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, groups likely to oppose him, in particular African Americans, were sent messages that sought to discourage them from voting. Professor Philip Howard from the Oxford Internet Institute is the author of another of the reports. I think the surprises are that the the misinformation started earlier than we expected. Uh, The surprise is that it continued after we caught them in 2016 and that it's become multi-platform and the amount of content has actually bloomed significantly since early 2016. Government officials in Yemen say a United Nations brokered ceasefire in the Red Sea port of Hadaida was broken minutes after it came into force. The port is crucial for bringing in emergency aid. Here's the BBC's Roger Walker. 
Iranian-backed Houthi rebels and the Saudi-supported government agreed to halt the violence at talks in Sweden last week, but a government official said fighting had erupted almost immediately after the truce began, with Houthi militias shelling government forces to the east of the port. Hodeida serves as a vital gateway for the delivery of humanitarian aid to millions of Yemenis who are in danger of starving. The UN estimates that nearly 10,000 people have been killed since the Yemen conflict began in 2014. The British Prime Minister, Theresa May, has told Parliament it won't get a vote on her Brexit deal until the third week of January to give her time to seek further legal certainty from the EU. Members remain concerned that the backstop to avoid border checks in Ireland could keep Britain tied to the EU indefinitely. Mrs May also ruled out several alternatives, saying a second referendum would do irreparable damage to the integrity of Britain's democracy. If there were a second referendum which came out with the same result, would those honourable members who wish uh, people to be given the chance to think again continue to say that there should be a referendum? If it came out with a different result, I think there would be many people who would say, actually, how many referendums should we have? The Associated Press says detainees in a re-education camp in Xinjiang are sewing clothes that have been exported all year by an American sportswear company. Imports from forced labour are illegal in the US. The CEO of Badger Sportswear said it would halt shipments while it investigated. An estimated one million ethnic Muslims are detained in such camps. Where Beijing says they are offered free vocational training. But AP says there are reports of detainees being forced to work without pay. France is to start taxing internet giants like Google, Apple, Facebook and Amazon from the new year, without waiting for an EU consensus. The French finance minister said the tax would raise more than half a billion US dollars next year. Here's the BBC's Mike Sanders. France has long believed the internet giants should be paying more tax. It's grown tired of waiting for the EU-wide tax regime that the European Commission is hoping to deliver by March next year. Some of the American giants shift their liabilities between low-tax nations like Ireland and Luxembourg, reducing the bill to around 9%, less than half of what other firms pay. Their European hosts have slowed the EU's plans, expressing concern about possible reprisals in the United States if the tax goes ahead. A judge in the US state of Missouri has ordered a convicted beer poacher to watch repeat screenings of the Walt Disney film Bambi as part of his sentence. Here's the BBC's Anthony Zara. Since its release in 1942, Bambi has had the power to move children and adults to tears. The scene where a young Bambi curls up next to the body of his doting mother after she's been killed by hunters remains one of cinema's most iconic. Now, a judge in Missouri has sentenced Dave Berry Jr. to watch the film once a month during a year-long jail sentence. Berry's been convicted of illegally killing hundreds of deer and taking their heads for trophies. Officials said it was one of their largest ever poaching investigations. Markets now. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,841, some 251 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $35 billion. And the currencies, the US dollar is trading at 112.47 yen, the euro stands at 1 US dollar 13 cents, and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 86 cents. Now to sport, here's Atom Chung.
We start with cricket. Australia have beaten India by 146 runs to level their four-test series at one apiece, needing 287 runs to win on the final day in Perth. The tourists were bowled out for 140. Fast bowler Mitchell Stark and off-spinner Nathan Lyon made it look easy as they each took three wickets to retire India in their second innings. India lost their last six wickets for just 42 runs. Third test is on. Boxing Day in Melbourne. The New Orleans Saints have strengthened their grip on the number one seat in the conference after a hard-fought 12-9 victory over the Carolina Panthers on NFL's Monday Night Football. Saints running back Elvin Kamara had 14 carries for 67 yards while scoring his team's only touchdown. The Saints can lock up home field advantage in the playoffs if they win next week or Chicago lose. The Panthers, now at six and eight, are all but out of contention. Now, the man who coached Manchester United to their last Champions League title believes the current squad can beat Paris Saint-Germain in the last 16 of this year's competition. Monday's draw has put United against the high-scoring French champions. PSG are the runaway leaders in Ligue 1. United are 11 points outside the Premier League's top four. Rene Mullenstein was United's first-team coach in their 2008 Champions League triumph under manager Sir Alex Ferguson. The club have not made it past the quarterfinals in the last 10 years, but Mullenstein believes that their record is not poor. Well, not not have a great record. Obviously, they haven't won it yet, or they haven't got to the final yet. But obviously, it's very clear that they are every season, season upon season, they want to bring in players that that's going to bring them closer to achieving that. I think again, they've been, you know, they've gotten stronger to、uh, to last season. I think with obviously with players like Neymar and and, and Mbappe and, and all the other ones in there. I think, and with every season go by, you learn you learn as well. You know, you you take your experiences from why why you're getting. Out in the quarterfinals or the semi-finals.、Um, so again, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. it it's going to be a tough draw, but you know, all, all, obviously, all those big games, especially in the Champions League.、Um, Uh, look back to the result that United had in, in Juventus away game.、Um, you know that was a difficult and a tough, a tough game, but obviously came away with a win. So it is not necessarily、uh, that United could not progress beyond them. That's for sure. On the pitch, Spanish club Alaves, with a chance to go top five in La Liga, were held to a goalless draw at home by Athletic Bilbao. Lazio could have moved back into the top four of the Italian Serie A, but they were beaten one nil at Atalanta, who are just one point behind Lazio in sixth place. And that's your look at sports. The news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 
comply. My mind just wanna show you how it melted. My heart just wanna tell you that it felt this. My eyes just wanna show you they've been doubted. But you know I can't take it, no. All these weeks you've been lying. And I just can't help it. Swear you're selfish. All these weeks you've been crying. And I just can't help it. Swear you're helpless. Leaving your house. I'm not trying to be selfish. I'm running in circles. 